When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one only show on the internet that dares talk about things like pop culture, TV, movies, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Westworld, all that good stuff. We are here with more great analysis, deep dives, discussion, the uh, spelunking of the cultural moment to bring up the glittering jewels of insight. I am Dan Selke of winnerscoming.net. And who am I here with? It is Mia Johnson, entertainment editor over at fansided.com. What's up? <laughs> oh, you know, same stuff. Um, at home, hashtag quarantine life. Uh, it's starting to wear on me a little bit. I won't lie. Um, yeah, I know. Those first couple of weeks were kind of like, you know what? I can do this at home. Watching TV yeah. isn't that bad. Now it's like, ooh, I'm getting kind of stir crazy. <laughs> How about you? No, I feel you. I've been safely like traveling back and forth like on the last videos or something I filmed I was at my dad's house and so it's like I can kind of like safely go back and forth between my house and his house he's not too far away and I can like be with my family luckily um but even then like if I spend too much time in one spot I I do really start to feel it I'm also seriously considering giving myself a haircut Um, haircut I was Might thinking about we'll see what I don't I don't know if I want to dye dye my hair. Right now my Animal Crossing yes. head, uh, character has pink hair. I was like I'm not going to do that. That's a lot of work. But I was like no one's going to see me so well I mean I guess you guys will see me. But other than that I'm like yeah, it's worth a shot. You know, <laughs> I 100% think you should do that cuz I'm curious how that would look. Um <laughs> how the rest of you doing? Julie, hello. I was in quarantine. Although, as we all know, despite quarantine or now quarantine, there's always news to discuss, always happenings to go on. Mm-hmm. And TV's still going on, so we'll talk about that. We'll watch some new shows. We both finished Devs. I'm curious to talk about that, because yeah. that was pretty interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, but first, as long as we're on the topic of coronavirus, quarantine, cancellations, all that jazz, um, there have been some notable new ones, just to update you with the coronavirus update. What's interesting to me now is that for a while we were seeing like these movies that were already completed get pushed back, right? Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman gets pushed back, Black Widow gets pushed back, but those were like in the can. The concern was we're not like we we don't want to open them in theaters when theaters aren't open. Exactly. Now what's happening is movies that had to shut down production and we're aiming for like 2022 dates are getting pushed back. Yeah, all the way that far because they can't. I guess because they won't be ready in time. So yeah. we got the Batman 
pushed from June 2021 to October. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got the second Shazam movie from April 2022 to November 2022. Um, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, which is... What a title. (laughs) It's adorable. Like, for... Assuming they're going for campy, that's really cute. If they're trying to be serious, it's a massive disaster. Probably. It sounds definitely to me like a, a 2000s uh, title movie, like sequel to it. So I and, and I always say that Venom, the first one, felt like it came out in 2008 and not 2018 <laughs> or whenever that was. So I think that's right on there for them. By the way, Jacqueline says, don't do it. No haircut. So what happened to Andy on CNN? Oh, no. Did, did Andy from Cooper cut his own hair? I, I will look that up. Yeah. And figure it out. Maybe we'll be right. What else do I do, though? It's going to be like down to here. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit that in a minute. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Julie's granddaughter big time. I can only imagine. Um, at least I'm here, you know, with my partner and everything. But still, it's like, woof, it's getting weird. Anyway, yeah. so that's happening, um, which is unfortunate. You know, I, I saw an article today that, oh, by the way, though, the, the Flash movie moved up somehow <laughs> from yeah. July. To, I guess it's yeah. away. So. I've been saying for a while, like this is going to permanently change the release schedule for movies, right? Because they got to push these things back, which means other things are going to push back, but other things are going to push back. Like the entire schedule just being reoriented, and mm-hmm. now that we're seeing these like really far-reaching effects, I just wonder how much, how far into the future it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned in one of our other shows. I feel like at some point, like whatever is kind of like in the works now is probably safe like anything that's been announced anything that they've talked about but probably some other productions like in those really like early stages uh-huh. probably gonna be on the chopping block one way or another um, because yeah it's sad and it's it's really like it's yeah everybody is is suffering right now so it, it it's like i don't think the movie studios are gonna want to take big risks uh financially Especially, you know, considering everybody is basically in the hole <laughs> at this point and who knows uh-huh. how long it'll go on. And I mean, and of course, like, I've talked about, like, the, the new trend in TV, like, like the post-Game of Thrones fantasy trend. Like, something like this can kill it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there are shows that are, like, nascent and kind of being born, but they're going to need to ride this, this, this momentum, if momentum is gone, it's over. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Although, I mean, I know that there are some big shows that are already well along that I'm sure will still come out if they can revive it. But it, it's definitely a precarious time for everybody and for, you know, for our purposes, television. Yeah, and the thing yeah, about events. Really, uh, yes. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean and if movies and TV shows are under attack, under attack, whatever, um, events obviously aren't happening. This is the first time, and I think that it's 50-year history, that San Diego Comic-Con is just flat-out canceled. It's yeah. not yeah. happening. Not going to happen. Um, Which, yeah, that was sad for me, obviously, because that this would have been my third year. Um, and I was just looking back at uh, my old my Instagram story that I saved from last year, just, like, all the fun that I had, like, you know, going to the panels, like, just seeing cosplayers, which is always fun to see their creativity. Totally. Um, and honestly, just going to san diego california which is such a dream like landing there every time it always boosts my spirits um and so it was it i think i have a group chat with my friends and we were we kind of pretty much saw it coming anyway it was like there's no way 
at this stage in the game that they're not going to want to cancel it or that people, you know, or that people would even feel comfortable being around, you know, hundreds and thousands of people packed into a hall. It's like, I, (laughs) it's like, absolutely not. No, thanks. Like that's the other thing. Like once theaters open up, for example, like it's, it's one thing to open up. It's another thing entirely for people to actually feel comfortable enough to go. So like the effects are are not going to be like an on off thing. It's going to be like once events start up again, it's going to have to be more than just we're holding. It's going to be we're holding them and people actually feel all right going to them, which are two very different things. So, yeah, it'll be a, a long, protracted, weird quarantine, a slow build up back to normalcy. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. So everything's being canceled. No one can go to anything. It's terrible, yada, yada, yada. But there is one shining beacon of entertainment during this time. Um, and that is streaming services. We're all mm-hmm. using them. Netflix is way up. Disney Plus is way up. In a weird way, these services are kind of benefiting from this, except for Quibi. That has um, Poor, crashed and burned. Because yeah. <laughs> their whole thing was like, okay, 10-minute episodes on the train to work. And like, yeah, ooh, that's not it can only be viewed on your phone. Um, they, who knows if they'll be changing that or not, but yeah, that's kind of like, I, it, yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. But th- there is another big one coming around around the corner. And even with what you might call an advantage, I don't know if you really should call it that, mm. but I'm pretty worried about HBO Max. So this is really like, I think, like the last of the big entrants for a while. Like mm-hmm. Warner Media is like on par with Netflix and Disney in terms of the kind yeah. of they can kind of command. But it's got some issues, and we'll talk about it. But first, let's watch this little uh, HBO Max trailer. Are any of you excited for it? I would be curious to know. Yeah. All right. Okay. HBO Max, uh, HBO Max yeah. which I still don't love that name, by the way, is... Uh, what do you think of it? Do you like it? it? You know, there's a lot... It has a lot of advantages. I think for me, like seeing the um, DC movies yeah. is kind of a plus. Not to say that I would love to binge all the, the DC movies as much as I do Marvel, but it does have an interesting catalog and this i feel like the scope of the catalog is is so very broad even though they kind of fall into that warner media umbrella so you've got stuff like you know you can watch wonder woman or at some point rick and morty or big bang theory (laughs) so yeah like yeah i mean it has like these like the licensed content i think is pretty good so so Mm -hmm. hbo max which will cost 15 bucks a month by the way We'll have stuff like Friends, Big Bang Theory, which are like really, really bingeable shows. Like those are like yeah. the most watched on Netflix. That in the office was going to the Peacock uh, thing. It'll have all these Adult Swim shows for the man children in the audience. So like you know your Rick and Morty or um, you know your Adventure Time, all the all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it'll have dramas like all of Doctor Who. It has all of that. Um, all yeah, of the West right, Wing. Yeah. P- people love to binge that stuff. It, 
has all the CW dramas. So like, you know, everything from Supernatural to Supergirl to Riverdale, all that mm-hmm. stuff definitely has its followers, right? Um, I mean, movies, it's got, it's, got, it's got like all the Lord of the Rings movies, all the Matrix movies, all the Conjure movies, people love horror movies. Um, mm-hmm. It's got Sesame Street. It's got like quite a lot. It, oh, it has all Studio Ghibli, so like Spirited Away. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, those I love. And then it's like on top of that, still just HBO stops. So you can watch Westworld, Game of Thrones, Succession, all of that. And I believe like a regular like HBO Go or Now subscription is like fifteen dollars a month anyway. So if you think about it, it's kind of like an added bonus. It, it, okay, I will say this though: I still don't quite understand if this is just replacing HBO, because I agree, like if if it replaces Uh it, it, it's not as bad a deal, but the way they talk, they're not getting rid of just like HBO now or HBO go, which leads me to believe like, you're not going to get everything. Like maybe it'll be Mm -hmm. one of those things where like, like you won't be able to watch the episodes like immediately after or something kind of like Hulu and FX or whatever. Um, because otherwise, I don't know why you would bother keeping two services. Yeah, and that would be disappointing, actually, if that were to happen. Or, like, if you can't, you know, like, most people, like, if I watch Westworld, I can click play, you know, as soon as 8 o'clock hits or whatever. So, that would definitely be a, a kind of turnoff, I'm sure, for some people. Like, if they can't just watch, you know, new episodes when they're new. It definitely would for me. And also, okay, so the, the price point is another problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, 15 bucks a month is... Like, not only the most expensive one on here, it's, like, yeah. by a decent margin, the most expensive yeah. one on here. I think it's at, at least, like, double Disney for sure, and then, you know, a couple dollars more than Netflix and some of the others. Yeah. And, okay, so the license stuff is pretty good, but the originals they have, like, there's no real killer app here. Like, when Disney Plus yeah. came out, I was like, you know what? Disney is okay, but that Mandalorian show, that I want to watch. And I did, and I loved it. I'd do it again. Um, Are you not here for uh, for um, not too late night with Elmo? Come on, Dan. <laughs> my nephew might be, um, <laughs> but, but probably not me. Yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. They, they got that. But okay, so like it, with with that one, the, the Elmo show, like like I get that you're trying to like to uh, uh, appeal to kids' parents, but like mm-hmm. if they already have Disney Plus which is just like tailor made for kids. Are yeah. you going to need that? I don't I, so. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm regular. I don't know. I, I thought that not to get too deep into the whole Elmo talk, but a talk show with Elmo made for kids. I'm like, kids don't really have the capacity to sit and watch a talk show. They kind of want to, you know, see flashing dances and things like that, which I guess they'll have, but maybe that's me kind of like being a little nitpicky <laughs> about yeah. Elmo. I think it's a good point. Like, who is that for? Like, yeah. you know, it's love Jay Leno. Like, do they? <laughs> <laughs> and then they've got, you know, that the Anna Kendrick show looks kind of interesting because HBO is kind of known for like the female centric dating, you know, Sex yeah. and City or girls and stuff like that. Love life. So that seems up their alley, love life. And it, I think I read that every season's going to have a new protagonist looking for love. Um, which they didn't really sell too much in the trailer. So that should make it an interesting concept. Otherwise, it's just in the Anna Kendrick dating show. <laughs> it's just not horrible, but like they also got new Looney Tunes cartoons. It's more stuff for kids. Like a documentary yeah. on the record, which is about um, injustices. They have like a reality 
crafting competition hosted by a famous YouTuber called Craftopia. I know my sisters would watch that one. I can guarantee that at least. (laughs) That sounds great, but I Uh I just don't see like a a must-see new show among us. Yeah, yeah. I feel like nothing's really going to get people talking. Like, yeah, like all, all, all those originals seem like I might turn this on if I stumble across it after having watched the thing I wanted to watch. That's what it all feels mm-hmm. like to me. Whereas, and the Mandalorian, I was like, I want to watch this and I would get it. As, yeah. and, and the price point was low enough. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about what's going to happen um, with HBO max. I bet they are too, but it's coming out on May 27th. So just over a month from now. So we're going to find out one way or the other. Do you plan yeah. to get it? I am really, really, really stuck. I don't know. I think I'm going to wait it out. Kind of like, I kind of waited out Apple TV Plus until I realized that I qualified for like the free subscription. Technically, I still haven't watched it aside from like some screeners. So, I mean, yeah. Plus, yeah, I, yeah. Apple TV Plus, like, I don't know what's on that thing. That yeah. M. Night Shyamalan well, the Chris, show. The Chris Evans show is coming this Friday. Right. So if you do want to watch something, I, I did talk to um the guy who plays Jacob, the kid. Um, so he was fun to talk to. He was a really good uh, actor. He got really into the role. And it, I assume it's fun working with Chris Evans. So that might be <laughs> something to check out. But otherwise, you know, it's still one of those just get the subscription or the, the trial and, and take it from there. I mean, I want it to succeed HBO Max because, I don't know, I'm kind of an, in HBO's corner. Just I just have yeah. gotten to be comfortable there over the past bunch of years covering Game of Thrones. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't love its chances, but we'll we'll see what happens come yeah. May 27th. Also, um, even though we're talking about quarantine streaming, we do have new shows coming down the pike. A new one that I'm pretty excited about is Penny Dreadful City of Angels. Yeah. Did you ever watch the original Penny Dreadful on uh, Showtime? No, I never had Showtime back whenever it came out. So this is all new to me. I didn't either, but I, I caught it on like Netflix or Hulu. I actually forget what I watched it on, but I watched <laughs> it like years later and it was quite good. It's like this um, set in Victorian London, but also what if all these literary characters were real, like Dracula yeah. and the Wolfman and Frankenstein, people like that. <laughs> it, it was, it was very, very rich and very, very um, atmospherically drenched in emotion and just like Baroque, like kind of, heart in your sleeve like throw yourself from the tower kind of high drama and it was really fun it was a yeah. good show this new one is penny dreadful city of angels starring game of thrones veteran natalie dormer marjorie terrell as a yeah. shape-shifting demoness um is set in <laughs> los angeles in the 1930s and it kind of intersects with like chicano folklore and Nathan Lane's a police officer, and Marjorie Terrell's a demoness. It looks pretty interesting. Let's take a little look, shall we? (laughs) A leader will arise and set all the kingdoms to war. And all it will take is one spark. Rise and shine. We got some butchery down the river. I don't start until Monday. Guess what, Slick? You start in 15 minutes. This gets out. We're looking at a damn race war. Let every Mexican in Los Angeles know I will build this proof. The cops, they'll shoot you down like animals. 
if we let them push us out here, where does it end? So, okay. I'm into this because I liked the first one. I like Natalie uh-huh. Dormer. And also, I think it's interesting that this guy clearly has something he wants to say. Like, the first Penny Dreadful was very much about these literary horror monsters. This time, we're dealing with, like, the rise of nationalism. You got the Nazi flag there. We're dealing with Natalie Dormer wants to, like, tear apart humanity because he thinks they're so wicked and awful. Yeah. We're talking about racial politics. Like, it kind of revolves around this guy who's the first Chicano police officer in the in the LAPD with Nathan Lane as his older grizzled partner, which is a fun little twist for him. What do you think, Mia? It def- it, it, there's a lot going on, and I feel like it's a lot for me to wrap my head around right now. That's true. That first, what was that? I, I was re- looking at it, that image with the guy and his the the face, whatever they did to him. <laughs> just I get I get grossed out really easily. So, but I don't want that to be uh, like a deterrent for me not to watch this show because uh, it does look it, it looks interesting enough. It probably will have some gruesomey parts. I mean, oh, no. <laughs> it's not torture porn. Like the first one w- was not that at all. Yeah. It's more of a, a a dark drama that, you know, has to go into the, the seedier side of life sometimes. Not unlike Westworld occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Have there been many images on that that... Have you ever stopped watching a show because of, like, a really gruesome image? Yes. I know the Red 100%. Wedding you mentioned. You know, the Red Wedding was not that bad. I was just upset that, oh. like, so many people died. I watched the first episode of uh the terror but season two where they were in terror. japan or if that was season three I, yeah maybe two, season, two. season two um and there was yeah there was just a part i won't describe it because well, i can already see it <laughs> in my vision but there was just a part like right at the very beginning where it got really kind of like like minusculely gruesome and i just like could not i was like that's in the line for me i think i made it like five minutes in so i I have a very low tolerance for like some of the more gruesome stuff, like on movies and TVs. I think I recall what you're talking about. If it helps, yeah. that's in kind of blue. Um, <laughs> so you, 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 you were fine to get out. I mean, in, in terms of, um, I, I, I think this show, it doesn't have like a huge profile, but I think it could be like a sleeper hit right now, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're all looking for, for new things to watch. And it is like yeah. one of the few new things coming out. And the last one had a big cult following. I'm interested. I'm interested in it. I'm at least going to watch for a couple episodes and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think like a murder sets off the plot, which you know it, it's it, always. A, ex- oh yeah, <laughs> it's that's a, that's that's as old as time. That plot device. Um, <laughs> so maybe after the first, uh, they find the body, it'll ease off on the imagery. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think Natalie Dormer looks terrific in that. Oh uh, yeah, I love. I love Natalie. Yeah. Yeah, and she like plays. She plays like tons of different characters. She, like shifts her face to you know better infiltrate humanity. She's a blonde. She's a blonde Nazi. She's like a short-haired bureaucrat. She's a zoot suit dancer person. Yeah, and a demoness who blows up storefront when she walks by. I think it could yeah. be really really cool because I can tell just by watching that like people really. They had like big ideas, you know, like mm-hmm. you can tell that they're not like doing it by the numbers with this. It's yeah. too weird. It's too weird to be uh, by the numbers, which is. Incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say it, it's got a lot going for it. Even like, you know, I, trying to hit, like you said, with like the Chicano themes and maybe having a little, little diversity in there, you know, also helps too. So I will say, I will say I'll, I'll look to you for guidance on this sure. to see, <laughs> to see what to do about it. So yeah, and that airs uh, this Sunday on Showtime, which I do think I have. Uh, so yeah, I'll be tuning in. And again, if you can, I honestly forget what the old one was on. It might've been Netflix. I have it. So it can't be that obscure, but, um, while we wait for that, what about the shows we're currently watching? What did you think yeah. of this most recent episode of uh, Westworld on HBO? With yeah. again, I, I do not like these episode titles. Decoherence. Decoherence. Yeah. What does that mean? I, I had to look that up. Um, I'm forgetting now. I don't know if it has something to do with either like DNA or cell. It's a sciencey thing. I thought maybe it was another word word for like incoherence or something because I was like that oh, would make really? sense. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode was interesting because it was one of those not Dolores episodes, even though it's still about Dolores. Yeah, um, it was like no Dolores at all, except for that yeah. last part, I guess. Yeah, the last part. And it was, I'm really, still, I'm personally struggling because it is so Dolores-centric. Um, and to me, the the plot is a little getting a little silly. This is me personally. Uh, sure, sure. And also kind of actors getting put on the back burner or a sidetrack to make way for more Dolores. So yeah, they kind of gave uh, William or the man in black hat kind of this interesting role. Um, and I know you, you shared a story about him. We can talk about that later and how mm-hmm. he felt. And then kind of just like even Bernard and stuff like Bernard is such a huge character. And I feel like he's had a total of like maybe 10 minutes of screen time this whole entire season. He's not really been doing a lot, has he? Yeah. Yeah. He came in like at the last minute, like, hey guys, remember me? I guess you're a new Bernard. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm all for focused storytelling. Um, I haven't minded that part of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, uh, my, my problem with the show always is I, I don't know if it's as smart as it thinks it is. Like, look, a- a- as fun as an idea as it is to see William, the man in black, talk with, like, all the past versions of himself and psychoanalyze himself, like, yeah. that, that has definitely been done. And it- it- it's-, it's a little tired. And I-, I gotta say, like, I'm not even sure why he's still around. I, I-, I, didn't-, yeah. I didn't think that they would bring him back at all. And now yeah. we have an episode where he just gets to talk about to himself, all other times, his other forms in a little room and just work it out. I don't know. I still find the show compelling to watch, but I, I feel like there's not enough. It, it's like, it, it's like missing connections between the scenes. Like, I, I don't know. I think the points they're driving at are when you get right down to them, not that mind blowing. Like, you know, it's wrong for human beings to be under the thumb of an authoritarian regime, whether that's flesh and blood or wire and silicone. Like, okay, we we could figure that. And yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just not really bowled over by much of what's happening. What did I like? I think I have become numb to that that type of message. And maybe it's because I've been watching Devs too, which I know we want to talk about. Um, But... I yeah I feel like I I'm sort of kind of becoming numb to like people clubbing me overhead and telling me that 
you know, life doesn't matter. We don't have free will. Choices don't exist. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm worthless and I'm meaningless. <laughs> and I don't matter. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I make I'm that death ship kind of sell for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, everything that I'm saying is automatic. It doesn't matter. But I, yeah, I would, I wish that there was something more to maybe to Westworld than just, you know, the humans are actually hosts because they, they, they copycat yeah. things or, you know, their life is programmed or it's like, let's just get back to the actual plot other than really trying to drum in. Like this is more profound than you think because everybody humans and hosts are not so different, but that's, I was just kind of feeling a little beat up <laughs> this week. <laughs> I feel you. Yes. I am on it. And I know that some folk are, are, are really enjoying it and it, yeah, it's holding okay in the ratings. Like the ratings are, are solid. They're, they're, they're consistent. They're not like mm-hmm. crazy, but they're consistent. Um, so people are enjoying it and it is impeccably made and fun to watch. And I mean, yeah, that's a thing. I, I don't know. I just can't seem to really embrace it with my whole heart anymore. I, there's something, yeah. something, something that it like turned, it turned at some point and I can't get back on the track and can get back on the road for yeah. me. I think because they did, uh, since they just announced that it's getting renewed for a fourth season. Yeah, they are. And we we probably got another like two years, obviously, before it comes out. I, I I would like to see them try to find a way to curb it back to the park and bring back that personality and that life to the situation in whatever way that looks like. Maybe they want to like roam free or, or something like that. But again, it, it, it's like every so often I have to remind myself like this is Westworld. It's not black mirror or it's not <laughs> oh it's black or something like that <laughs> or rick and morty <laughs> i mean like yeah because part of the reason is like i it, it feels like they're more concerned with like giving you this message about um the danger of artificial intelligence they are like making these characters into interesting pe- people who act consistently i feel yeah. like they, they want to preach more to you than they want to tell like a fun story a bit which brings me to a point in uh, when William was having a conversation with himself and he was talking to his, his young self as a boy and um, the young, the young William, you know, who like wears a suit was like, or not. Yeah. It was like, you know, I, I, all I did was read books and you know, I, how could I end up this way? And then they flash back to the little kid who like when he, he broke a kid's arm or something on the playground. But it's like, it's like the old William was such a pacifist. He didn't do anything. He was afraid to like shoot somebody. So how did he, you know, that to me felt like a character and in, in consistency to be like, oh yeah, he was a bad kid. But also as a young adult, he was really nice and shy. I was like, that doesn't make any mm. sense. He's a bad seed. <laughs> Maybe he was like a bad seed as a kid and then like suppressed yeah. it in his like youth. And then he doubled back later. I don't know. Yeah, I'm we'll not buying it. I got, I got kind of angry. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah we've got two I'm more episodes left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll I mean, I happens. like the actors. Maeve is always fun when she talks and gives like her little, yeah. you know, her little sassy Bond mod. She's great at that. Yeah. Although, why did she kill all those Nazis in the simulation? Like, what's the point of that? She could have, yeah, she could have walked right past them, made them freeze. It was just for the spectacle, I guess. I, get, I, mean, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of the same problem with, like, that whole, like, genre drug trip last week. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. so I get it. Like, you get to make the thing go black and white and then, like, you know, pulse the lights. But, like, 
why? Yeah, like yeah, literally just for the spectacle, just to, just doing it to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not being very generous to it, but I don't know. It's not making want to be. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not making want to be generous. Okay, I did have a picture, but since you talked about um, being grossed out by things, then we'll just skip it. Uh, <laughs> feel what I'm talking about. <laughs> that ending was like, and then like Charlotte Hale, her character. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have trouble sympathizing with her too much, too. She chose her family, and then she was blown mm-hmm. up, and now she's a... Um, she, she looks like Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. right after Skywalker. Mustafar, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that... Goes. That, to me, was a little weird. Oh, no, my AirPods are... Okay, they're good. <laughs> you know when you hear, like, the little battery low thing? I'm good. Uh, no more no more technical difficulties. Um, Hale, <laughs> to me, was interesting because, again, we learned that big plot twist that Dolores was basically like every host that she assigned uh-huh. but also they are developing their own personalities and the hail is kind of like I don't want to do this I don't want to da so how is that how I'm, I'm trying to find the what's the line between it being like kind of pale or like completely Dolores because I would think like if I just like put my brain in somebody else's body it would still be me there'd be no personality attached to that it'd just be you know, I feel like we've seen this a couple other times and I really can't think of examples and right now off the top of my head, but you know, like just transferring your consciousness. So why is it that Hale is acting like, you know, this scared new person instead of Dolores? <laughs> and I'm getting like really frustrated. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of like the idea of like, uh, you know, she's uh, gotten to the point where uh, she's developed a personality of her own, I guess, is what mm-hmm. they're going for. I didn't hate, but yeah, it's just... um. They're they're just not selling it to me um, the way I want it to be sold. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. What do you think of Dev? Because that's another show that's 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 in some ways very like Westworld, but explores some similar themes. Like you know the the dangers of uh, advanced technology, what it can do, how it can kind of dehumanize people, or um, you know uh, take us on a dark path. Do you think? Yeah. could that show work for you? Because now we've seen the finale. Yeah. You know what? This one was a little bit fresh to me again, even though I said I was kind of being, you know, hit over the head with that message. There was something about this one and the way they explored that theme was at least a little bit refreshing. I'm not sure if I could put my finger on it, uh, but maybe I, th- I, I think it's more so kind of given it. It's a little thought provoking in a way, like if you were to be, in Lily's spot or in uh-huh. uh, Ron Swanson's spot, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, as the head of that company or whatever, what would you do with that technology or what would you do with that information? And so I think to kind of see those events unfold, like if you knew the future, how would you act? Would you still do the same thing or would you try to break away from it? So that's what I've kind of enjoyed um, about this series. And I liked it more than I thought I would. I did too. Um, it's like Westworld. It, it's 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 very very well made and um, clearly has a vision behind it. I think a yeah. more interesting vision than Westworld and and a, a more compelling aesthetic. Like yeah. Westworld, like you know, we were just saying, like okay, you do genre because the drug trip because you because it looks cool and you you know do um what, what, oh a round table of all your pastel because it looks cool. I felt like whenever there is a cool visual flight, I, I love the set design in Devs. I love the golden, yeah, yeah the glowing golden, all, the, all the shots here are just really, really beautifully put together. 
I think I said before, I love the juxtaposition of like this, um, like this ancient choral music next to kind of all this high tech imagery. Yeah. It gave me like kind of a, you know, like nature versus technology thing going on. Yeah. I do agree with you. After we talked last time about it, I went back, I watched the next episode, and I was like, oh, you're right. A girl who plays Lily is a little stiff. Like, I, I like literally, like, after we talked, I watched the next one, and I'm like, oh, God, she is. Like, <laughs> perhaps I, <laughs> my I favorite thing in the, My favorite thing in this whole series about that is, like, several characters have been like, wow she's so determined she's so yeah. brave and she's so courageous and she'll just stand there and be like i am thank you <laughs> it's like i'm not buying that i'm not i feel like i see that a lot in, in like animes where they're like wow how can he do this how can he go on he's so you know brave and courageous but you know they, the the anime characters actually kind of have the gusto to to warrant that so every time they praise her i'm like are we seeing the same <laughs> I definitely, uh, yeah. I definitely co-signed that. You're right. They, they they do like in the finale. Like there were like two different people who like the secret Russian hobo spy was like you were so oh, I had no. to help you. And then yeah. uh, Katie and Ron Swanson were all talking about like she is amazing. Yeah. And um, I mean she has she has guts. She walks into devs. But I mean, yeah. at this point, we're all we're all like wrapped up in: is it really her choice? Like, is there a choice? Does it exist? And they didn't really yeah. explain. I mean, I guess not that they have to, but like, kind of the the clincher moment is. So I'm going to spoil it now. For if you don't yeah. want to be spoiled for Debs, um, please turn away. Mm-hmm. Is that they built the system that can predict anything, and the climax is it predicts. Her and Forrest, Ron Swanson, Ron Offerman, uh, dying in the devs' lab, like in exacting detail, and mm-hmm. she does something that wasn't in the predicted simulation. But I mean, how? I mean, if if it's really that accurate, I mean, maybe like knowing what's going to happen gives you mm-hmm. the power to change it. Yeah. I can see that. So I guess. So are they saying that human life is deterministic or not? Was she, was she just the only one special enough to make a yeah. choice? Was that it? Yeah, was, the only person like, cool enough? Yeah. Cause like kind of thinking about it was like, did they not have, it was like, at what point do you gain the willpower to be like, Oh, I don't have to do this. You know, just cause I've seen it doesn't mean I have to do it. Kind of like when um, the scene on the bridge, when Lyndon was about to yeah. jump and she's like, rough. this is the part where you jump, you're going to step over the ledge, but I'm not, they all kind of act like this. Yes, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> it's like, or you could just save him. You don't have to be that way. So uh, I, I also thought it was kind of interesting, like with all the religious symbols, like talking about Messiah, they definitely tried to compare like yeah. Taurus to Jesus. That having, theme like, the, came on pretty hard yeah. in, in the end yeah. there. <laughs> that like and i was like noticing like the rings around the tree so like early in the halos, shots they form yeah. it to be like a halo i was like i get it and then of course the big reveal <laughs> that, that devs is actually deus which yeah. i guess is god in latin and i was, and I was resurrection happy. happening too like the resurrection right. in another life yes a lot of i was trying stuff. to uh elated that deus was his one project and ex machina was his other project so he put that both together and now it's complete. <laughs> so that that tickled me a little bit. Uh, but overall, I, I would say that I do like it. And I kind of like that it 
closed itself off in like a conclusive effort. Like there's really no guessing that, you know, there could be a second season, but it doesn't have to happen. Yeah. I, 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 I like that too. Um, you know, I think again, kind of after game of Thrones, after some other big dramas, um, the, the instinct is to keep shows going just because that's what American mm-hmm. shows do. Um, but they don't have to. I mean, you can wrap up a story, mm-hmm. just tell a story complete, and then and then move on out of there. Um, exactly. Westworld might have been better if it had been a little shorter. <laughs> yeah. My new uh, phrase is, there's bravery and brevity. So. Oh, I love that. <laughs> is that your invention? Which I was, I, w- I just came up with that. I hope no one else has said that before. <laughs> Copyright that immediately. Get on that. Yeah. Call your call your IP guy. That's really good. Yeah. There's great. But yeah, there. that that also made me wonder. Then could this have just been another movie like Ex Machina, where we cut out a lot of like? I think it definitely could have been worked where there was like you know exciting conclusion yeah. and didn't have drawn for eight or whatever hours. But hey, you know, it yeah, is really- yeah, you're, you're probably right. I mean, again, um, after we come out of this uh, quarantine situation. Who knows what the industry will look like and who knows what the new trends will be. Maybe we'll go back to movies because <laughs> they have been playing catch TV for a while. All right. Um, I think that's all we have to talk about this week. Oh, I hope yeah. some of you guys are uh, stuck with us. I'm sorry about the, the, the technical hiccup. You know, it happens. We're telecommuting. Um, yeah. If any of you guys have questions for us, of course, put them in the comments or feel free to leave a review on iTunes and ask a question there, and we'll definitely read it on the next uh, program, on the next show, which will be at next Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, here in the Winter is Coming Facebook page. Mia, have any other thoughts before we sign off? Uh, no. <laughs> I think Westworld will be, will be the last season is the next one. I feel like that's where it's going. Ooh, I uh, thought I saw something where it said they had like five seasons planned. I'm like, oh god, no. There was like one <laughs> quote sad, yeah. where Nolan said like, I, I want to do at least one more and I figure like uh, that's all they're going to be allowed to do yeah. is my guess I don't hate the show it's just um, I, it needs some redirection it needs to have ended let me do it the show <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it more next week Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for watching you guys Mia always good talking to you and we'll be back next Wednesday bye bye Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.